0: Episode. Hello and welcome to Episode Party, a podcast where we talk about our favourite podcasts. I'm Freddie Harrison. I'm Jack Tuter. And this episode, for the second time in Episode Party history, we are joined by my friend and yours, probably, uh, Jess Ellison. Hello! <laughs>
1: Hello! <laughs>
0: Is it you know, like that? Jess yeah, really good, sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like probably at the end of it. That yeah,
0: was... <laughs> I didn't wanna, like, don't want to like. I not want to take chances uh, there. I didn't want you like commit you <laughs> to friendship with the world. You know, completely. <laughs> there are some bad actors, and I didn't want you to you know have to be friends with them. That's true. Um, Jess, thanks for coming back on. It, we, we were just talking about how it's been almost a year, and a lot has changed.
1: Yes. So um, last episode, I I was quite. I needed to be converted. I was um, I wasn't quite kind of taken with the idea of podcasts and um hadn't really listened to them any in any great detail any great great depth um didn't really know how to use a podcast app either that was something that I went off on I remember about being like all oh, useless <laughs> don't know how to use them the be- use usabilities of so bad. Um, but having got uh, gotten over those little little quarries and those little troubles um I am completely and utterly converted now um to the point where I don't even listen to music anymore. Um, wow. I sometimes listen to the um in fact I was I was with my friend on the weekend and uh she turned around to me and said oh jess what you're listening to at the moment and I genuinely couldn't come up with any but any new band any new artist anything that I discovered because my all my time is dedicated to listening to podcasts now wow so uh, and you you two can genuinely put it down to to this this uh this recording last year because uh after this after this episode after I did it I kind of went back through the ones that we that you suggested to me that we talked about went through all episodes um went through like the suggested shows of those episodes if that makes sense um and and now i'm like a fully fledged podcaster it's great that Yay. is
2: amazing
0: news <laughs> <laughs> this is <laughs> very cool
1: yeah so it's all down to you too so thank you
0: well you are more than welcome i'm glad we i'm glad we imparted something awesome um <laughs> And so we, we decided uh, a few weeks back now that we, we'd we get you back on, Jess, and instead of Jack and I recommending anything at all, we'd let you do all the recommendations. Um, sure. And what was even better about that was that you not only gave us more recommendations than we asked for, which is, which is impressive in itself, you also recommended four podcasts that I'd never heard. <laughs> I'd heard of, like, one or two of them, but I'd never listened to any of them. And Jack, I think you were... Close to the same, were you? I think so. Shit, is there a fourth?
2: Fuck, hang on, I don't know if I scrolled down enough.
0: No, no, I had to send you a screenshot of it, didn't I? Because we didn't we, we put it in the document. Oh, oh
1: it's, a, it's a bonus one though, so don't worry
0: if you haven't. It was just a, if, it was just it if you had time. <laughs> oh shoot! Sorry, All right, right then, cool. We've been there. It happens to the best of us. Yeah. That we don't Listen to the episodes <laughs> before we record. Um, but I, I did, so we we can chat and, and and hopefully Jess can do a really good job of explaining it to you Jack, so that you've get you get a good enough yeah, idea.
2: I'll fabricate some uninformed opinions
0: anyway. <laughs> we'll make it work. Well, you know what? Are, what are we if not fabricating uninformed <laughs> opinions on this show? Um, um... Jess, kick us off with your first recommendation. I don't mind what order you do it in. Do it in whatever order you um, want to do it in.
1: Okay, I'll do it in order that I did it on the uh, Google Doc for... just um, Just to have it in front of me and all that kind of stuff. So, first one that I um, I recommended was Reasons to be Cheerful with Ed Miliband and Jeff Lloyd. This particular episode was a live record, um, and I'll, I'll talk about live records in a minute, but this particular episode was a live record in front of a studio audience um, talking about mental health. Um, and there was guests like... Ruby Wax, George Ezra and like a proper doctor, uh, psychologist, psychotherapist type person. So you had kind of all angles from it. You had musician George Ezra talking about mental health and how he has to kind of put on a persona and how he has to always kind of be on form and how he struggles with that um, versus Ruby Wax kind of doing the same. But she's now um, she's written a book about it recently as well. It was just... Quite refreshing, obviously um, you guys can talk about it more about what you thought, but for me personally, I just thought it was so refreshing to hear these two people, Ruby Wax, who has been in the game for years, like decades, you know, her talking about something that's, that's so... Common to you know us common folk type thing, but for somebody in the limelight, it, you don't hear of or, or see of very often, so so that was really interesting. And also to hear it from the psychologist side as well, so uh, talking about things like the NHS, um, talking about funding and, and the kind of money side of it, that was that was super interesting for me. So that's why I recommended it. Um, I thought it was really really topical. Obviously, mental health awareness is very, um, very you know, much in the media at the moment, very much being talked about, but also, um. Um, didn't realise Ed Miliband had such a personality on him. <laughs> so um, that was that was quite interesting to discover. Um, I know he tweets quite a lot, uh, but it's it's quite funny like hearing him being being quite funny about it. So <laughs> so yeah, so that's why I recommended it. Um, what did you guys think?
0: Well, I mean, we'll pick up on that last point, I guess, because I one of the things that I took away from this just was that I really loved the fact that I. Got to know, got to know in kind of big inverted commas, Ed Miliband <laughs> outside of like politics. Yeah, because, that, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he always did feel like a bit. I mean, I think most most politicians do feel a bit robotic, and the ones that don't are either turn out to be corrupt or are just like buffoons like yeah. that's the only way i can describe it and um i just like the fact that he he just he just seems to be able to have a laugh possibly not always at his expense i think they they talked about the bacon sandwich incident and after a while he was kind of <laughs> like yeah can we just move on <laughs> yeah let, place? let's move on from this I
1: mean, um,
0: yeah because clearly that was the source point but uh, source point Saw point um <laughs> saw point would have been even better um but uh i did like that i liked that he did that and, and this was one of the podcasts that i'd heard of but not heard and um right. yeah i i really i really really enjoyed it i thought i thought it was kind of like quite well kind of put together in terms of that kind of breadth of guests um i wish they'd have spoke to everyone for a little bit longer like i i, I think like ruby wax seemed to get loads of time george reggie kind of came and went really quickly yeah um blokey who was the mental health practitioner i feel really bad i, I don't know his name off the top of my head nope, um, right, it's fine <laughs> he, was, he was very lovely <laughs> and um he, he was he was super he was super um yeah knowledgeable as you'd expect from someone of his kind of stature um but I, I thought that was all good and i really enjoyed the kind of bit at the end as well where it kind of went a bit off kilter and, and was just a bit more kind of like you know a bit more jokey a bit more jovial yeah i enjoyed that uh, as well i enjoyed the a whole thing really and I'd, I'd be super interested to i'd i've been mean to do it i haven't got around to doing it but listen to a few episodes that aren't included in front of a studio audience because i know yeah. that jack and i discussed this on our um our previous episode with stuart goldsmith yes. and uh, how how like the audience changes things and how you know having in a studio and almost, it almost changes the entire podcast so i'm super interested to listen to some of the other episodes because it has been a podcast that's been recommended to me before and it's just one i've never got around to listen to so thanks for recommending it
1: all Right. No don't worry um, just, just off the back of that studio audience thing mm. um, I don't like studio audiences um, I listen to <laughs> um, just in general uh, I, I listened to another uh, I can't remember who it was but um, I listened to another, another podcast of which I've listened to other episodes outside of the live ones and loved it and then as soon as they put an audience didn't like it because I felt that the presenters were on show and that they were yeah. very much mm. they were different and they were acting differently as to how they would do just one-on-one with the person that they're presenting with so i'm interested in listening to some of these outside of this because if i liked the live one then hopefully and surely i would like them you know just in in their studio time as as normal so
2: yeah Yeah. i agree it's there's some times where you have those ones in front of a studio audience and where Otherwise, they would tell a joke and then the conversation would carry on. There's a big stop as everyone laughs and they're like, I did a funny. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's cringy. I mean, the thing that I I had actually heard another episode of this Reasons to Be Cheerful before I went into this one. And I think the reason that I went for it was because I was like, what on earth is Ed Miliband doing trying to do a (laughs) podcast? (laughs) And then I listened, I was like, he's, as you've both said, He's not that kind Of buffooning individual That say someone like Ed Balls Is appearing to be yeah. where he's kind of yeah. Gone off the, the rails entirely He's not really Stiff and trying too hard He just sounds like he's having a good time Although what I really do like Is the way that politics Permeates the discussion in Strange ways and also Ed's obviously lifetime Commitment to politics as well Like for example where they do that light thing at the beginning where the two hosts talk about their own reasons to be cheerful and then Jeff who's Mr Radio host you know does a little quip about the fact that his um, small talk game the night before was excellent like at a dinner party Ed Miliband's is the fact that his campaign against Rupert Murdoch's takeover of Sky is making significant progress which just makes (laughs) Jeff Lloyd look like a
0: buffoon
2: (laughs) he's like I said some good words over dinner and then Ed's like yeah well I'm stopping a massive corporation takeover but so and then obviously you've got the whole running joke about lunch at the House of Commons I kind of like the way that politics comes into the discussion in uh, quite a casual way and it almost feels slightly jarring and obviously his references as well are like from two to three years ago like from back when he was leader of the opposition and so some of it almost feels like watching like a a vintage have I got news for you or something you get references (laughs) to Farage and, and and but actually I just you know I had a good time listening to it and I thought the content, like the, as you say, the the subject I thought was obviously super important to hear, and I really like the diversity of guests. Uh, mm. George Ezra, I'm not familiar with. All I knew is uh, that he bugged me a little bit and that's very judgmental but when he came on uh, and spoke about his experiences i was like this is you know fantastic to hear about someone mm-hmm. who's in the public eyes being frank about their experiences with anxiety i mean yeah and, and i thought they were you know decent interviewers i think ed milliband is quite direct and asks quite simplistic questions which actually cause the the interviewee to to open out and to explain a lot more and that worked really well so I I enjoyed it I had a good time with it I think Ed Miliband he's got quite goofy sense of humor which I think in some sense I kind of expected but I also didn't expect him to be as sharp as he was as well so yeah very much enjoyed listening I will say,
1: good, good. I think that's a really good point that you make as well about the fact that politics is kind of interwoven throughout the entire episode. So that's something I was a bit worried about. Is that um, yes, I'm interested in politics and I kind of follow it and I know what's going on and stuff. But I have other podcasts for that, like I got Brexit Cast and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like I don't want another one that's that's. It's almost becomes a bit too saturated then. Whereas I like that if you're not interested in it, you could listen to this and not know that it's from somebody that's within the political arena you know it's there's little hints of it there's a taste of it so that if you are interested you know it you know you recognize it whereas if you're not it doesn't throw you off entirely and you can still listen to it without feeling alienated yes and i think that that they've got a really good kind of um balance between the two of that which which is tricky to do i think and i think they've done it quite well
2: yeah absolutely and as well because they do kind of stay within the political terrain i mean obviously there is a lot Around the NHS that comes Into play here and and rightly so But as you say it doesn't start to feel Like suddenly Ed doesn't you know there isn't a switch that goes off and suddenly he sounds like he's doing a press conference you know it, it's not something that's going to be mm. awakened within him i do like that i mean he is i think clearly someone who has had his speech moderated for him for so long being so much in a public eye and now just sounds so willing to self-deprecate and um just be a bit looser mm. with his language it is it is yeah. nice to hear
1: It's refreshing.
0: Yeah, Yeah, it must be, like, super liberating to, like, come out of, like you know, having to scrutinise everything you say and having everything you say scrutinised and, like, just to be able to, like, talk freely and joke and, uh, you know, there was no point in which he was, like, particularly on PC or anything like that, but, like, he clearly didn't have to worry about these things. and That's kind of nice to hear someone just, like, it was like, do you know what it was? It was like when um, Donald Trump first took office and then all that happened at the same time was Barack Obama was posting his holiday (laughs)
1: photos. And I was just like, oh, man, I'm glad you're
0: having a break. Like, I'm glad you're enjoying your life. Like, that's that's lovely. And like, you know, he's, he's back at it now. But, like, I just like that. I, I, I was like, okay, the, the the world's the world's turning a little bit here, but Barack Obama's having a good holiday, and that's kind of what that is. And I feel like this is like, the same. It's not, you know, I mean, we're not going to have it quite as glamorous as Barack Obama on a holiday, but Ed Miliband in um, Leicester Square Theatre having a chat is um, almost really. as good. Exactly. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Jess, tell us about your second recommendation.
1: Okay, so uh, podcast recommendation number two um, is Table Manners with Jessie Ware. Now, just to give you a little little kind of overview of what Table Manners is, um, Jessie Ware is my absolute girl crush. Like, I (laughs) think she's. I just, I just love her. Like, I, um, her music is just incredible, and her personality is wicked, and she's beautiful, and her fashion is incredible, and um, I, I just just basically she's just amazing so that when I heard that she was coming out with a podcast I jumped on it and basically what she does is she she and her mum They're a Jewish Jewish family and they are massively into cooking and creating big dinners and big kind of social dinners as well where you invite loads of people over, create a massive spread and just tuck in and chat and just enjoy each other's company. And that's what they do in this podcast. So throughout the two seasons now that they have, they've invited celebs almost. They've even, they've had like Ed Sheeran on it. They've had massive producers on it. They've had um, George Ezra on it. You know, um, they've had quite big people on it just to talk whilst they eat, really. it's so comforting it's it's like the comfort food of podcasts almost (laughs) because it's you know Jessie Ware gets told off by her mum quite a lot for swearing and and you can hear them argue when like stuff goes wrong and they bicker and they talk about their childhood and but Jessie is actually surprisingly quite a good interviewer she asks she you can tell that she's got a set amount of questions that she asks kind of the same questions throughout each episode but it's not structured and it doesn't feel like you're just replacing it's almost like a conveyor belt of of guests if that makes sense Um, yeah and you end up getting some really hearty conversations and as you do as you kind of do when you open up over dinner you know is if you've got a family dinner or you're with friends or something your conversations become a little bit deeper and and it's just nice it's just a really nice nice podcast so this particular episode that I recommend recommended was with Sandy Toxvig who is another girl crush of mine um, <laughs> so the two women coming together to talk was like mind blown type thing <laughs> so Sandy Toxvig obviously an amazing woman and um, and at the moment she's doing uh, well she did Great British Bake Off but also massive radio host massive media legend and this particular episode was recorded around Christmas time so she does she did talk a lot about Christmas stuff and for me I was flying into Copenhagen when I was watching well, well when I was listening to this which was really timely oh. because she's 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 from Copenhagen she's from Denmark she was talking about all of her traditional Danish roots and in, in what she does for Christmas and and I was going to be there for Christmas Day too so so for me it was quite an Nice episode. It rounded everything
2: off quite nicely. um What did you guys think? Well, it, go on. Yes, I will go on. It was a good. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> it sounded really snooty oh. <laughs> in my cold. I think the lethargy makes me sound really sarcastic. Sorry, Freddie. <laughs> Love you. You're welcome. So this was a really good one to pick because I really like Bake Off. And also I was very much sympathising with I can't remember who it was Who was uh, expressing their uncertainty Over whether Bake Off was going to be As good on Channel 4 As either Jesse or her mum But I was like, yep, yeah, you're saying it. That is the exact kind of question that I want answered How did you feel <laughs> about that, Sandy? But also as well, you mentioned the fact that um, It's over dinner There's a, an intimacy and a looseness Of the conversation that arises When people are under a dinner table And that absolutely comes through here it sounds like something that could potentially work on paper and then when you put it into action might not work so well on radio you've you know having celebrities just spitting celeriac at each other over you know (laughs) microphones not necessarily but it, it it works really really well and i think what's brilliant as well about that circumstance is that when else do parent child dynamics come out in such force than when food is being prepared and when there are guests around i mean that's a really good opportunity for Jessie and her mum to showcase their relationship and the, the the kind of friendly banter that goes back and forth between them I think Sandy is so clearly having a good time And pretty much forgetting I mean everyone forgot me included That there was really an interview going on Rather than just a conversation Which is always a sign of success But they weren't sucking up to her either And, and you know telling her how wonderful she was Out of trying to you know get her on side The chemistry felt really genuine And Sandy is brilliant I, I enjoyed her on Bake Off But to hear about her other pursuits just to hear her talk as well, she's really interesting. I thought the uh, stuff that she was talking about in terms of gender equality and Wikipedia and was really enlightening for me. I thought that was fascinating, and it was. I, I have to be honest, like looking at the other guests, I, I don't know if it's one that I would. Uh, you know, it'd be worth me keeping an eye out to see if there are guests that catch my eye, but not a super big I think Sheeran was one of them wasn't he there's another one as well George Ezra which we know I have made some judgments on him already without knowing the chap bless him but yeah so I really really enjoyed this and again I didn't really know Jesse Ware but I'd heard the name but uh, I just was charmed by it Freddie what do you reckon
0: well, first things first, Jack, just two things that have surprised me about you tonight is that. <laughs> firstly, you don't know who George Ezra is or Jesse Ware, but I mean, no, no. Jesse Ware may be more forgivable so, George I, Ezra. I don't know. I
2: know George, The only thing I know about George Ezra is that I was at Glastonbury and we went with some friends to like the Radio 110. He came out and did like a, a tiny sound check, and then everyone screamed and went mental. And I was like, for some reason, I just want to. I think there was another band on it at that point i was like i don't th- he doesn't look like my kind of guy and how superficial is that i feel terrible <laughs> but this isn't about my shortcomings freddie this is it's about pop primer
0: jackie's the reason why budapest tourist board haven't had to go into work for like <laughs> the last him? year and a half yeah yeah it's him budapest bloke Oh um, gosh okay. d- i, I feel, feel bad now george is gonna listen to this and we, we pinned him down to budapest bloke um <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, I, I love that you don't know George Ezra is, but you are a massive Baker fan. You're like both in and completely out of sync with popular culture, and I love that. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> that's me. That's totally me.
0: <laughs> but I, yeah, I too really enjoyed this uh, i haven't yet listened to any other episodes but i kind of do want to because i really really like the format in a way that i completely wasn't expecting to i think jack i totally get what you mean i, I, I was slightly worried that they'd actually record the conversation during meals and we just have to endure lots of people chomping <laughs> on food <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. in great detail because they're mic'd up and luckily that didn't happen because that would have been horrific and completely unlistenable so i liked that they kind of like talked between courses and i think that's quite nice way of doing it i think they have a logistical issue in that they can't talk between courses and prepare the next course at the same time um, true, but that does also make for really good tape when um jesse pour, pours like <laughs> olive oil over the food and their mum goes <laughs> off on one about it and they have a little argument about it and start swearing at each other i like that i thought that was really funny yeah um, and i i, I like that i just like i liked that it's like kind of like it's clearly not a podcast that's got too many airs and graces about it like no one's bothered to edit that stuff out and and i think they must know that it that's what makes it kind of genuine. And I think you're right, Chad. There was a a lovely thing about the fact that you kind of don't even realise it's an interview. Yeah. It's just a conversation. And, and there were a lot of kind of questions in there that are kind of like... If you were an interviewee and you've been told by the PR person you've got 20 minutes on a call from 12.40 to, you know, at one o'clock, you know that you've only got 20 minutes. So you get the best questions in possible and you leave out all the kind of chaff. And I think like they they just didn't really care for that because they they were in that such relaxed environment that there was just kind of, you know, like chaff frenzy, wasn't it? It was great. Yeah. I mean, like it's just, it's just quiet. But I liked that. I liked that the interview wasn't really like, and nothing, nothing felt overly thought through. And that's not a criticism. That's, like, definitely a positive that it didn't feel, like, overdone. Because I think had there been like a few producers involved you know an audio engineer someone mixing it someone editing it and all the rest of it Mm. you'd have ended up with something that felt a bit more clinical than it did and it and and i just liked that it was a bit kind of loose and just very relaxed and um yeah again i really enjoyed it i i I do know who ed sheeran is so i'm gonna try and listen to another episode ed sheeran
2: interesting okay i'll check him out i'll google (laughs) him Um, I
0: like He's the up and bit, coming, right? And it, <laughs>
2: and at, the bit, at the end, where they're like Jesse and Sandy are like, Hit, "Cheers to a new friendship." And then the mums like frantically like muddling around with a clementine cake in the kitchen, like, "What? <laughs> what are we doing?" <laughs> Jess, can I ask? So, what I thought was good about this is that you can almost hear Sandy do a sigh of relief, the fact she's having a, a casual conversation. I, on mm. the on the other podcast, do is anyone like peddling something that they have to like skewer into the conversation? or you know
1: Um, no is my honest answer um, great I've not listened to an episode yet um, there's a, the one that I would recommend to you guys next actually is the one with Ralph Little and I actually nearly recommended it for, for this episode Ralph Little doesn't have anything on at the moment the biggest thing that he's on at the, the biggest thing that he's doing is trying to get um, what's his name uh, in a conversation with him about the NHS crisis I don't know if you've seen all of that kicking off on Twitter and stuff so he's He's not doing anything. He's got he's got not got any TV shows to plug. Obviously, Ed Sheeran, small up and coming artists, so he might have to get some exposure. Um, but other, other than that, like I, the episodes that I've listened to, I've not felt that I was being marketed to, and I didn't feel that I was that they were there for a reason, or that somebody has has you know come on for the sake of they know that this is getting quite big and it will probably help them to get the you know the listeners or whatever. There yeah. was an episode with um, a chap called Loyal Karna he genuinely is quite an up-and-coming artist he's just been named by enemy or something like that as one to watch out for in 2018 but again it didn't feel like he was there just because he knew that jesse Ware was big or that he knew that the podcast was getting big he was just genuinely there to to talk and you know he talked more about like his songwriting process or about his family or what the songs meant or he wasn't like oh by the way that album's out next week or something like that like yeah none, none, of, none of them really felt advertising which which i like because again you don't do that at dinner do you You don't sit there and and well, <laughs> well I, I personally don't but so, no. some people might <laughs>
2: yes i'll pass you the gravy and my card check yeah, me out yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah
1: exactly so um so yeah so no no uh, in answer to your question uh, no not
2: really oh that's great yeah that's good i think they've really got a, an awesome format there i haven't really heard anything like it so um yeah
1: yeah I felt like that as well and as well I think it's just nice to know that like when family dinners do happen stuff does go wrong and you know you do get shouted at by by a parent or you know there is a parent going oh what are we doing can I get involved I, I, I want in I want in like all that kind of stuff like this stuff happens and I like that it is. People forget. It sounds like they forget that they're there for a particular reason, mm, which yeah. which is is where you get the whole you know the longer conversations and, and all that kind of stuff. Because I imagine that they're they're probably around Jesse's house for a couple of hours if they're you know doing. Start, breakfast lunch and dinner start a main course and dessert <laughs> yeah um you know they're probably there for a couple of hours and that gets around freddie like you said that gets around that whole you've got 20 minutes ask the best questions um mm. i i just like yeah i'm glad you guys enjoyed it because I, I really enjoyed the format i think it's quite original quite unique something that i haven't seen before um something that i haven't seen done again yet um
0: yeah fabulous Excellent. yeah Jess you're on a roll Go on Podcast 3 Let's go <laughs>
1: Let's do this okay. <laughs> (laughs) Uh hopefully I'm gonna get three out of three. So uh podcast recommendation number three was a podcast called Happier with Gretchen Rubin. The reason why I have chosen this particular podcast, um I basically I just love a self-help podcast, just love them. I find them really motivational. I know some of them are probably a bit airy-fairy, and some of them are probably just telling you things that you already know and already do. But I think sometimes to have it being told by you again by a stranger, it kind of reinforces the point. A little bit more, um, and some of the ones that I listen to genuinely have helped. You know, some of them have gotten over some of my procrastination problems, and some of my kind of um, anxieties, or or kind of informed me a bit more about stuff like imposter syndrome, or some or just you know general general things like that. So this is done by a lady called Gretchen Rubin. She's an American lady who's written a book called Building Better Habits, and she is all about just basically getting your life together. She basically has come up with a concept of the four tendencies which I can't remember which one all four all four are but they basically categorize you into one of four and say that the reason why you do the things you do in life are because of your tendency and um, she's so done this whole kind of thing around it, she's built this whole world around it and it makes sense you know sometimes things like, have you heard of the book The Secret? Yes Where it's yeah, sometimes things like that can be a bit like, hmm, you're just selling books for money and you know that what you're talking about is a load of crap and I think, it, I think it gets a lot of gullible people into spending money that they don't necessarily need to spend um, but with her I think she is doing it for all the right reasons and I think she genuinely does want to help and she's she's been through everything that she's kind of trying to help fix really um this particular episode talks about trying and talks about just doing something badly for the sake of doing something badly and it's something that I really am interested in and something that I struggle with as in I won't do something because if I'm not good at it I won't do it, which is absurd because I'm not gonna play like Jimi Hendrix on the guitar, having (laughs) never picked one up. So why would I on earth think that I am gonna be anywhere near that level of skill without having practised and done the whole, you know, ten thousand hours thing, whatever? And The thing that they talk about her and her sister talk about first of all is just doing something badly like if you know that you're bad at crafts or you're bad at playing guitar if you're bad at writing just do it don't worry about doing it don't worry about the fact that you know it is bad nobody's going to see it there are there are going to be people better than you there are going to be people worse than you but just do it just try and that's something that really resonated with me and it really it really made sense and it just it just like I say it just kind of rang a little bell and it, it was quite interesting um the rest of the episode deals with an organisational like, kind of psychologist, he does a lot of stuff about how to work better, how workplaces should be um, better laid out, better better structured, and then at the end it talks about how to basically tackle a big project, so in this particular scenario they did an example of a renovation project, which is quite niche, not everybody has a house, not everybody um, has anything or anywhere to kind of renovate, but... I think the principles of what they talked about could be applied to tackling a bigger project with anything really. So Hmm. with losing weight or with saving money or with, you know, getting a book written or something like that. Yeah. And I think the advice that they gave about that renovation project was just really applicable. Um, and again, it's nothing new. It's nothing. Any, it's not anything show stopping. It's nothing that you've not heard or read before. But it's just they just deliver it in a really nice and calming and soothing way. And for you to go, wait, oh yeah, okay, I'm I'm, I'm going to try that and I'm going to see what happens. And this this podcast they do. I think they either release weekly or or twice a week and they do longer episodes like this which are about say 40 minutes to an hour long and then they do little ones which are literally 3 minutes and it's just a really quick reminder really quick kind of um just even a couple of paragraphs of Gretchen just going you've got this this is something to try this week listen back next week for our, for our bigger podcast and i think that's just a really good way of doing it and so yeah so i'm i'm i like it i think it, i think it's really really useful uh but what did you guys think this one was, was
0: funny for me because I think it was the one I engaged with the least. Um, really? not, to okay. s- not, not to say that, that it was bad or anything like that, or that I didn't enjoy it, but I just felt less uh, engrossed in this. I don't know, really know why. Maybe, I think maybe it was to do with the fact that they were talking about a renovation and I I don't have anything to renovate. Um, <laughs> if I tried to renovate my flat right now, my landlord would kick me out and that'd be the end of it. Uh, so, I, like, I, But I, I also take your point that the, the kind of things that they were talking about uh, were things that you could apply to different parts of life i did take uh gretchen rubin's little uh, quiz about the four tendencies uh, apparently i'm a questioner um Interesting. why do you think that is freds uh, good question <laughs> um <laughs> it's my little joke <laughs> Um, and I did. I did ask. Uh, did I did opt in to get sent the little PDF about being a questioner? But it's not right. I just checked my inbox, and <laughs> it's not there. So uh, that's no good. Um, but I, I I I like the idea, and I, I'm super intrigued to see how how much more that kind of relates to me because I have taken like the Myers Briggs personality test, mm. and I know that was pretty bang on. And I, I still can't remember what that is off the top of my head either. That's just like four. Uh, four vowels or consonants isn't it i can't remember what they are but but yeah i i did enjoy it i did enjoy it and i think kind of generally like the the idea of what they're trying to do in in terms of the way that they go about self-help and advice is is, is admirable because i think you know jack we've we've spoken a lot in the past about podcasts where two hosts or a host and a guest kind of high-five each other for their greatness and their achievements <laughs> yeah. and and and, it, and, it, and, and you know, it might come from a genuine place, but it doesn't, the execution doesn't always match up to uh, the reality, and I think with this one, it did feel very down-to-earth and a lot more earnest, perhaps, than uh, some, of the, some of the other kind of podcasts in that kind of genre. Um, interestingly enough, um, the, the bloke you came on who was the organisational psychologist, or I can't remember, I think that was his title, um, He, uh, Adam Grant, his podcast, Work Life, I, I had that in my queue because um, someone else had recommended it to me, and, and, and and listening to him kind of plug his podcast on on Gretchen Rubin's show prompted me to listen to it. And his first episode of that is is bloody amazing. Um, cool. so, oh, oh interesting!
1: That's yeah. funny you should say that because I did actually. Uh, want to listen to that but i've completely forgot the name of it so uh that's oh, good yeah. that's good you enjoyed it I'm gonna work, to work,
0: work life with adam grant um his first episode is i'm gonna go hijacking sorry uh, his first episodes with uh, the daily show um the one that trevor noah presents and it's it's he sits in the writer's room and kind of dissects how they go about making writing the show every day which to me is really interesting because i'm a writer but like also i think in general like the way he pulls it apart is really interesting um but back to gretchen rubin i did enjoy it i think yeah i think i kind. Of switched off especially towards the end when they were talking about renovations because i was like i'm not i'm yeah. not renovating anything and i don't have a big enough house to move all my stuff <laughs> some, into another room because i've only got I've only got, <laughs> I've only got i've only got i've only got two rooms and a bathroom and you yeah, know it doesn't really work um but uh you know i still enjoyed it uh, jack what, what did you
2: think so my home is awash with renovations at the moment so i engaged with this podcast thoroughly but also it was just good generally i mean we as you say freddie have talked long and have we talked long and hard that doesn't make sense we've talked a lot about (laughs) um these kind of podcasts self-help podcasts and I think I listen to a lot as well and as I've said previously they have helped me with things such as my timekeeping and just my general ability to get up and do stuff in the morning but I think as well a lot of that is to do with really preying on inadequacy and I don't think necessarily that's Always a bad thing I think obviously you need to highlight those things And talk about them in order to address them and change them But sometimes it's a bit relentless And having a, a, you know, a guy Who sounds like he's still sat in his gym gear bleating at you about the fact that you should be doing more or like you know you got Jocko for example whose Instagram is just his digital watch showing the time of 4.30am and it's you know there's a lot of that kind of culture around self help so to have a podcast which you know the title of which is do something badly and talks about just giving things a go and not worrying about the results was really refreshing and there's a lot of space and um, fresh air in this podcast I think they sound like they're really enjoying themselves. There are aspects that they talk about which are just about having a good time and enjoying life. Like the follow-up they did about scents and having a scent. And they had a listener who said that, I think, was it their grandmother who uh, used to have lavender mm. popping down a, a yeah. top? And suddenly whenever anyone would smell lavender that was close to her, they would remember her. And stuff like that, I think, is just, you know, purely enjoying life for the sake of enjoying life. Which doesn't often get a lot of airtime in these these kind of podcasts a lot of the time. I liked the sound, like both of you guys, of Adam Grant's podcast, uh, so I'll be checking that out. I kind of liked that the interview was short and sweet and bullet-pointed. And again, it didn't sound like they were revering Adam too much. They, you know, asked some really nice questions, actually. You know, I liked the one about the fact you know, whether that's affected his own personal relationship with work. And you could hear the fact that he was uh, actually quite uh, engaged and, you know, it, he was really set about thinking when they asked him those questions he wasn't just going on his usual press junket spiel i liked gretchen's laugh uh, i <laughs> couldn't wait for her to chuckle <laughs> and uh, uh, it's great nice. it's, it is um, and uh, you know i i kind of know a bit about gretchen after listening to an interview with her on the tim Ferriss show and you know found her very very interesting so I, I i had this on my queue but needed the necessary nudge to just actually listen to it one bit of advice as well that i will be taking away i think i've heard it elsewhere but it was nice to be reminded was when she said about if you're looking at a document or a blog post or something print it out and change the context in which it sits and then look at it again I mean don 't know about um, you both, I mean Freddie, I know this will apply to you and and myself i self edit a lot of my work and end up publishing stuff that 's rife with mistakes, and so to hear that means of you know separating yourself from the material I thought was really useful so yeah i i I just thought it was a very very refreshing inclusion to this whole self-help thing which can sometimes feel a bit relentless so yes at three out of three really
1: three out Oh of my three. god i'm so happy <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> i was really nervous genuinely quite nervous like uh, sending these to you because obviously you do a podcast about podcasts and i'm recommending three of them to the experts yeah. and i i kind of was listening furiously to loads like for like the week two weeks before like i had to kind of submit them and uh i was like oh my god are these gonna be okay are these, are <laughs> and i was even texting freddie to be like honestly if they're not great like just let me know and i'll, I'll recommend some more yeah. <laughs> so to hear um hear that it was three out of three is great um i just want to go back to what you're saying about that um that whole printing off thing this is what i mean as in It's not new. Like, it's not new advice that Mm. that you're being told here. Same with the kind of... um, The stuff that uh, Adam was talking about. I bet in his... In his organisational psychologist, or whatever he is, I bet if he went in and told work people what to do, it's not new stuff, but... It's the way in which it's delivered, and I think that's a really good point that you make, Jack, about the fact that sometimes you can feel bad after listening to a self-help podcast for being a bit crap and for not doing as much as what the person telling you that you should be doing, you, you're not doing, if that makes sense. Like, <laughs> you can come away feeling really inadequate and like you're never going get, to get your stuff together. So to be told something that you already know, but in a really kind of it's okay like you know a really non-committal like just try it's fine like it's quite encouraging and it's quite soothing and it's quite comforting yeah. so <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I'm I'm really glad you like you liked these. I'm really really
0: glad. I should also add that we totally forgot to mention about the yeah, the whole um the whole subject of the podcast the whole you know do something badly, which is like something I can completely get on board with because I think there are certain things that I take really seriously in life that I think I'm really good at, and there are a lot of things that I know I'm pretty crap at, but we'll try and do them anyway, and we'll kind of revel in the fact that I'm not that great at them. Um, and i think it's funny that you suggest that like you know when you you described us as experts a second ago podcast and to me like episode party when especially when we started it was something that i did badly like that i really didn't like you know it was was like took a while for you to
2: go up to my standard didn't it freddie
0: yeah (laughs) exactly that's why i thought i'll I'll, I'll drag on the coattails and kind of pull myself up as we go along (laughs) Um, but no, I mean, like we we started it, and I, you know, I had this, I had this stupid idea for a podcast, which I, which I kind of poked out the top of my head because I bought the domain name, and then I spoke to you about it, Jack, and and you know, I think we did start in like not a hundred percent knowing if it would work or if it would work the way we wanted it to, and I think I think the fact that it did is is as much down to dumb luck as anything else, and I think that's the kind of way I feel about a lot of things in life, and I think there's a lot to be said for going into something knowing that you won't be very good at it. And being absolutely fine with, like, the kind of failure of a result that comes out. Um, and if it works out, then it's great. And if it does work out, they accept that it's partly due to just trying and just showing up and, and having a go. And and partly due to kind of luck. Yeah. Um, which reminds me, have either of you watched um, on Netflix a series called Nailed It.
2: Oh, no, no. on your recommendation, Freddie, we watched the first episode the other day. It is, gosh, it's intense.
1: Oh, sorry, is this the bake-off on absolute hype? Like, it's. it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's times a thousand. Yeah, yeah. I, I watched the first episode and I had genuine anxiety after it. Like, my heart was racing.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, it's like, you know. But I, but like, the thing I liked about it was that um, these people are really. Bad, yeah. and they—they—I they, 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 think the producers sort of try to set them up as being more serious than they were about it. Because I think actually, once you get past the first episode, it's even more obvious. But like these people kind of know they're bad, and they're kind of doing it for fun. And actually, it becomes quite feel good in that quite often they'll re- they'll show their kind of recreation of this um, you know brilliant cake that looks really you know their recreation looks terrible, and. And the and the judges will be like, well, you tried, but it's not like a well you tried as in like a petty kind of no uh, patronizing yeah. well you tried. It's like well you tried, and that's awesome that you tried. And like I quite liked that. Um, I also like the first episode that the the guest judge in the first episode <laughs> who looks like what's her name <laughs> out of The Incredibles. She was brilliant. Um, <laughs> yes. Nick, in the, she was amazing. Nick
2: in the pans like just,
0: uh, Nick in the pans yeah. um, with the money gun at the end. <laughs> that was really good. Oh
1: my gosh! But, I, but <laughs> it's all coming back
0: to me. Yeah. There is, but there is something. That, there is. Something something like incredibly feel good about watching it and I I think that also comes from the same thing about like when you make something and it doesn't work and you're okay to kind of laugh at yourself and accept that you're not good at something like there's something quite nice about that
1: Exciting. And I think we are so used to watching Bake Off, where everybody is top of their game, you know, they're one-off professional, they're one-off, you know, basically having their own business, but the bits that we love the most is the bits where they mess up, because they, we do that, you know, they are human, yeah. they're like us, we mess up, we we put something in the oven and don't turn the oven on, and then half an hour later realise that it's not been on and nothing's cooked, and I think that's, it's that whole like, you know, commonality of everybody being a bit crap, <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) all we all enjoy and we we need to be reminded of that is that everybody is a bit crap at something um, and enjoy it rather than lamenting yourself and rather than hating yourself for being bad you know everybody starts off being bad at something but it's through practicing and through enjoying that practice that that we get there in the end and i think that's what that's what we need to remember and i think that's what this this podcast very nicely reminds you of
0: Jess, right, I think it's time for your bonus recommendation. Okay. Um, And Jack, get ready to catch up very quick.
1: <laughs> um Okay, so bonus podcast, um which was kind of an, an, an anomaly um because it was—it's nothing like the other three at all. Uh, it's called the Luke and Pete Show, and it's run by two chaps called uh, Luke Moore and uh, Pete Donaldson. Pete Donaldson is a absolute radio DJ, um, and he does like about five different other podcasts. One of which is called the Football Ramble, so you kind of know that they are a bit laddie, and they are a bit—they do about boobs and all that kind of stuff so it's not I'm not its target demographic by any stretch of the imagination (laughs) like um and basically the premise is that it is just two lads sat down chatting and that's that's it um they have different sections of the show one where it's called mencarta where they take a story from way back yonder and uh, basically discuss it and and it's generally something that's quite out there in one episode they talked about a bear that ate a shed load of cocaine that they found in the in the cl- in the jungle and it ended up basically blowing itself up because it had so much cocaine Whoa. in it. and um they they then uh, a lot of the podcast is then like in jokes so after like two or three episodes after that they keep referring to cocaine bear and all this kind of stuff so uh, so that's that's one one uh, sketch I guess that they do Um, another one is they just say it's been and then they talk about their week and some of it is so (laughs) mundane like some of it literally I think Luke had a kitchen done once uh, about a couple of weeks ago and they just go off and like about how their kitchen looks and it it genuinely is really bloody boring <laughs> but because they are they're young lads um i think luke is happily married with his american wife uh and he's going through you know this big renovation within his house but pete isn't pete is a single chap we go to the gym he likes a drink he likes a likes a craft ale which we'll get on to in a minute but they they kind of into the same age but two different parts of their life and they just just chat and it's quite um it's just quite funny and it's quite It was quite relaxing to listen to because it is just like being sat down at the pub with your mate a little bit um, and... Yes, sometimes you don't get the in jokes, but you're excited to learn more about them and, and try and pick them up. Um, like in some of the first episodes that I listened to, there were everybody that emailed in talked about the batteries that they had in their remote, and I still, to, still to this day, do not know why everybody that emails in talks about which batteries, which battery brand that they have in their remote control. Uh, but they tell them and they ask them, so it's, it's obviously from from like an earlier earlier show that they've done. And that's it. So they do do two uh, two episodes a week, forty minutes long. Uh, talk about uh, something that happened in the past. Talk about their week, um, and then do a few kind of listener emails. The one that I recommended um, was one where. Pete absolutely went off on one about Craftdale. Ale. Um, he, li- he likes a Craft Ale, but he hates the movement that comes with it and he hates the people that are associated with it. And he, uh, he talks about them and their neck beards, which I think sums up how he feels <laughs> about them. So uh, the reason why I chose this episode is because I know that Freddie likes a Craft ale, And uh, <laughs> he's I just got a beard. <laughs> <laughs> and I just thought yes, it'd be interesting. <laughs> it interesting to hear his. Uh, how he thought about Pete's ramble, shall we say?
0: Go on then, Freddie, uh, with your uh, fucking let's, let's beard. Let's tackle
1: <laughs> let's tackle craft beer and
0: neckbeards first, shall we? First of all, I do not have a neck beard. Second I didn't say of all, you did. no, no, you didn't, you didn't, um, and not a Jack to be fair. But I just want to make it clear for, for the people who've never seen me before. I don't. And that's all you'll know, but that's okay. (laughs) Um, Secondly, I I do kind of like mostly agree with um, his kind of his issue, which is that I mean, I I do and I don't agree. So I I agree in the sense that it's it's really like craft beer is really lovely, but it's not lovely to hear someone bang on about it forever. And it's especially not lovely to hear someone bang on about it and try and get someone else into it um which i'm aware of the irony because that's effectively what we did with you and podcast jess but um, <laughs> I, the difference is the difference is uh, it wasn't against your will and, and and it has seemed to have worked out for the better and i'm, I'm happy about that but with craft beer there, there are there is this kind of thing about people just like it's like anything people get nerdy about it and there are people who are nerdy about it in an endearing way and there are people who are nerdy about it who don't understand that the person they're sitting next to in the pub couldn't give a flying fuck a about what's in their beer? As long as it tastes nice, and like I do understand the kind of the merits of craft beer. um I uh, have uh, <laughs> I family members who craft beer podcast. I've never
2: heard you <laughs> so fervent, Freddie. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> um,
1: this is why I chose
0: this
1: episode.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I, no, I, I do understand. I mean, I understand it because I, I have. Um, there's a. I have a, a family member who runs a, a craft brewery, which which helps. But, um, like, I I know a little bit about it, and and I think it's like a lot of um, kind of revivalist movements of most things. And this is perhaps where Jack, you can chime in as well. But, you know, and I've kind of hit in a lot of like, I'm taking a lot of hipster boxes here, but um, third wave coffee and like the kind of revival of coffee places and kind of artisan coffee roasteries and stuff like that. I hate the word artisan. I really fucking hate it because it's used yeah. to like this like empty marketing adjective these days. But in general, people who really care about this stuff to the point where they research it and know enough about it that they go off and make a really well thought out product, however it is, I think there is something lovely about that. But it's the people who often aren't those people it's like the secondary audience of of these people you know so there's you know for every person who like really loves beer and has gone off quietly on their own and done a load of research and bought the right hops and invested in some brewing equipment has made a nice beer there's his mate who just doesn't <laughs> shut up about it And um, <laughs> But I think Jack you must know what I mean with coffee Where there are some merits in stuff That's like handmade and made with care And made through research um, But you, you do also know that Not everyone needs to hear about it I think yeah there's
2: I think there's nothing wrong with the craft But th- there is sometimes An air of lecturing Someone on why their beverage Choice is Inadequate you know, this loops back nicely to Gretchen Rubin. Sometimes there's reasons <laughs> where, you know, there's. sometimes people are telling you about how wonderful their thing is because they know that yours isn't. But, Freddie, I'm intrigued to hear you. What did you think of the
0: podcast? <laughs> yes! <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> the, right, the podcast, yeah. I mean, I, I, I couldn't agree more with... Just to be honest, which is that like it, it is two blokes in front of mics having a having a bit of a chat. It's the kind of you know the bit the bit that sometimes we accidentally record before we get on a Skype call with people. Jack, <laughs> oh, it's yeah. that bit, and and it is like you know uh, there's only one way they can do this twice in a week for forty minutes at a time, which is that there's a lot of kind of it's again it's that wheat and chaff thing, and again it's not necessarily a criticism because I, I think there is something nice about the mundane and you know I've spoken before about how I like these kind of really shortish you know half an hour or less really well crafted heavily edited NPR style podcasts that are really information heavy and factual and I do love those podcasts because I like to like think that I'm learning something while I'm doing the washing up but I also sometimes really crave a bit of mundane and before I I've, I've spoken about my love of Do By Friday uh the podcast Do By Friday and 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 you know I'd say a good 60% of that is them talking about stuff that's really off track and not necessarily unaware of their audience in the same way that perhaps Luke and Pete can be from time to time but I just There is something nice about hearing just two people chatting normal stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I, I did really like that. I did like the fact that at one point they talked about Alex Jones and they got the Alex Jones accent and impression <laughs> down. Like, everyone can do a solid Alex Jones impression. Once you've heard him once and you've heard him plug some kind of supplement once, like everyone can do it really well and i, I did i did really enjoy that because i've listened to other podcasts where someone's impersonated alex jones and they do it everyone does the same impression i do quite like the consistency of that um <laughs> so that was a very niche point about this but i did really enjoy it um would i listen to it all the time no probably not but i i did like enjoy the kind of um mundaneness i also like mm. i honestly wouldn't have noticed it actually jess unless you point out the the idea that every time someone writes in they let them know what batteries are in their <laughs> tv remote um and it's but they refer to it in such a like offhand way where they they'll get to the end of whatever the email is that they've just read out from this person and then they'll mention a brand name they'll go i think that's ikea's own actually and then they'll just move on and they'll carry yeah. on and yeah. i like that in a yeah. kind of weird way I, I do wish i was there the inception of that joke because i think again jack and i spoke about this before where there are podcasts like this that cut conversation where it kind of rewards the loyalty of listenership where if you've been there since the beginning you know a lot of the in jokes and it sounds like you've picked up a few of them at least jess but um yeah so i mean like i say i don't think i'd listen to it all the time because i've I, i have a low tolerance and not enough space in my day to listen to lots of podcasts that don't generally talk about anything but i do enjoy that I did enjoy it and I didn't, you know, I didn't think it was. I want to say I didn't think it was a waste of time because that sounds like a really bad compliment. But (laughs) I didn't know. But I mean, like, I didn't didn't get to the end of it and think, what have I listened to? I thought, okay, it's not, it's got no point to it, but I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, that, and I like that's kind of again what, um why I like it it's just it's just that mundaneness of it all like it's just like I really like it as something that can just be mindfully put on in the background like you say whilst you're doing the washing up just because if I then go into another room to put something away and I come back again I haven't missed a crucial part of it and I won't have missed something that's crucial to the next conversation or something like that um and also you know say if you're walking or you know you get to somewhere where you have to take half an earphone out I'm not then going to miss some that I, I would have liked to listen to, if that makes sense. So, um, yeah. so yeah. So it's it's quite a, a nice little round off kind of podcast when you are listening to a week week's worth of podcasts that are very heavy. Um, it's just it's just a nice little interjection to, to chill everything out a little bit.
2: Yeah, I I mean I really like podcasting for that because obviously there was a time where if you it was going to be broadcast on some kind of medium uh, to loads of different people and you had no means of having those people kind of complicit in wanting to listen to your particular show it had to be interesting and quite broad and podcasting is wonderful for basically if I've got a niche which is listening to two people titter on about You know, absolute bullshit Then I can opt in to that And it doesn't feel indulgent Because I've decided to be there And then that gives them free reign To go for as long as they please And that, for me, is the beauty of of podcasting I think there's no coincidence That so many podcasts are just people Nattering for, like, upward of an hour Two hours Because it's a type of conversation that just hasn't been given any airtime at all uh until the advent of podcasting really I mean on radio you've got an hour to get your your stuff done if you've got an hour-long slot and so you have to constantly keep things on an agenda whereas you know stuff something like this which you know ashamedly I haven't listened to but <laughs> you know I, I listen to podcasts like this and i yeah i love it it's great and as you say you can just have it on you can give it half your attention and it's your carbs you know it's your as as we as mentioned before it's your (laughs) carbohydrate listening this is your sweet potato pie then you can just chow down and enjoy it and feel quite comforted by it so um it sounds like i'm reviewing the podcast really and obviously I, i can't do that but i i love these kinds of podcasts and i i think it's uh wonderful that they exist and they're out there
1: Mm, yeah and i think as well because for the for luke and pete who who do it they do so many other podcasts like i think pete does about five others and one of them one of them is called the football ramble one of them is is um all about things all about japan or something like that they have another one discussing the royal wedding that's just coming up as well and as well as doing a radio show and i think To then just come into a room and just talk about a bear that snuffed a load of cocaine is like meditation. It's almost like, you know, just (laughs) getting everything out and getting everything kind of, yeah, just talking about nonsense instead of talking about something quite, you know, in-depth and quite niche, so so yeah so Jack, if you have time maybe listen to an episode um and, and let us let us know how you got.
2: absolutely i will do just to hear about this cocaine bear business to be honest <laughs> that's the main reason
1: <laughs> i'll try i'll try and find out which one it is and i'll recommend i'll um, let you know which one which episode yes. it is Can't remember off the top of my head but very interesting story yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> well jess you have somehow become some kind of uh, master at recommending podcasts yeah uh,
1: you've got uh, not <laughs> cocaine bears
2: covered so you've got any any genre you want really just come to Jess.
1: yeah yeah that's i'm girl for bears that take <laughs> a load of podcasts brilliant um, and on that note,
0: <laughs> um if, if, if anyone wants to kind of keep up to date with um your podcast listening uh, where can they find you on the internet jess
1: so my twitter handle is at hello jess and my instagram is at hello jess
0: 4 excellent and, and i should say that uh, the instagram and particularly instagram stories was where I, I i suddenly realized that you've really got into podcasts because every now and then you'll screenshot mm. a good one and, and and say something about it and that's and that's the moment where i thought right we, we've got to get you back on and i i have no regrets about that which is again a <laughs> really bad compliment, compliment. yeah <laughs> This hasn't been well, dreadful. If there's
1: anything, yeah, <laughs> if I can take anything away from this entire conversation, it's that you weren't disappointed. <laughs> Thank you. Well, uh, I, I try... <laughs> Just just as an aside as well, I think it's interesting that you say, um, you saw my Instagram, because podcasts haven't taken over here. They haven't taken off at all. Um, I know nobody that listens to them at all. and None of my friends do. Um, nobody I work with listens to them. In Jersey, um, is that, Jess? Yeah. yeah, in Jersey, yeah. Nobody over here listens to them. Well, not that I've met anyway, there might be a little secret club that I'm not part of, but uh, certainly not in my immediate circle. So that's why I'm trying to... To promote them a little bit more and um, I'm going to write a couple of blog posts on, on what I listen to but even just saying um, you know I'm recording a podcast episode tonight everyone, everyone that I've spoken to has been like oh uh, what, what's that what are you doing for that what is a podcast um, do, what, what do you do? What, do what are you saying how are you doing it do you need to go are you going to a studio or anything like that so so yeah so we're, we're quite behind here but um, so to say that you weren't disappointed is quite a compliment <laughs>
0: oh I feel terrible um, our analytics so <laughs> our analytics would certainly uh, match up with your uh, anecdotal evidence that Jersey's a little bit behind on the podcasting curve. Um, yep. But if you are a Jersey listener, and there are more than there is more than one, because we do have more than one listener from Jersey, we know Cambridge Analytica here, but we do have slightly more detailed information <laughs> yeah. than just country. We do know there are more, there is more than one listener in Jersey. So if you are a Jersey listener, just yeah, make sure you follow Jess as well, so you can get more. <laughs> uh recommendations or, or us you can you can also follow us we're at episode underscore party on twitter um and we are episode dot party on the internet and you can find us on all good podcasting apps if you're not already on one right now listening to us and have subscribed already Same. um yeah That was pretty good, wasn't it? I was quite happy with that. I think that's it. I think that's it. Um, Jess, thank you so much again for coming on. And who knows another 20 episodes from now and you might be back again with probably seven episodes that we really love. Who knows? (laughs) Um, Thanks again. And uh, we'll see you all soon. Bye-bye. Bye.
1: Bye.
2: Hi, it's Jack again. Thank you so much for listening to Episode Party. If you've been enjoying the show, please give us a rating and review on iTunes or your podcast app of choice. It would mean a lot. Thank you so much. Goodbye.